With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A regular season wrap-up as we look back over the Vols, who won 10 games for the first time since 2003. A historic season, and Chris Landry joins us now of LandryFootball.com. I'll tell you about Owl's Nest Barbecue and Steve Ray's Midnight Oil. It is fantastic, but Chris, let me start with Tennessee. The most surprising group that you saw over the course of the season improve or I just come out of the shoot uh, in, in in a good fashion. What did you think of maybe some of the the areas that Tennessee was questioning and what they were able to do this season? I, I think first of all, offensive line, quite frankly. I do as well. I thought um, we might see some improvement there. I didn't know how much. Uh, and, and there's a lot to do with the tempo and how that helps the offensive line, both in the run game and the pass game. But – in studying this team, as I do all the teams on tape, but just they came off the ball well. They won a lot of one-on-ones. They did uh, a better job. I mean, they did about as good as I could have hoped for them to do. That was the biggest thing. It's probably the untold story. It always is, right? It's always the receivers and the quarterbacks. And then you see them go, yeah, did you also see the protection? You know, that that, that was pretty good. It was something that was hit or miss last year and that's why it was a little bit more hit or miss in terms of the results last year absolutely now as for the secondary that was the other group that we had questions about they looked pretty rough at points i question why nico slaughter wasn't playing more earlier but the secondary eh, it was doable i guess but they had a lot of issues there yeah they did and when the pass rush wasn't there and and there were times where it wasn't as good. They, they struggled. There, there's no question about it. And they faced, um, 
you know, you, you go back and the Alabama game was such a huge win for Tennessee, but in that, you know, they didn't stop Alabama. I mean, I, I went back and looked at my film grade notes. I, I thought uh, Bryce Young was the, I mean, he, both quarterbacks played great. I thought Bryce Young was probably even better in that game. They didn't really stop them and then you had to outscore them and uh, they did it. And it, it just the secondary when they couldn't get, a lead which allowed their pass rush to tee off on the opposing team, they struggled. And that and that's why, because when you get a big lead, then opposing teams have to abandon the run. So you don't have to play the run as much because you can just tee off and you know that they're going to run it. And it's this late in the game. I mean, they're not going to come back and win it. They're going to try to come back and win it uh, by hook or by crook. So it allows you to be one dimensional. You take away half their game plan opposing team. So that, that makes, that's when they were effective. When they didn't have that, they were really struggling. When the pass rush was there, then the secondary covered better. They didn't have to cover as long. They weren't as, uh, they didn't look as bad, but when they didn't and they had to cover a normal amount or in, in more cases, a little bit longer, they really struggled. And they, they obviously faced a quarterback that was hot, but an offensive line that did a good job against them and an offense that was balanced um, against Alabama and at South Carolina in particular, that was the biggest difference is that the, their defense was exposed and they just, their offense couldn't keep up with enough points. There wasn't enough points. So it, it, regardless of how many points you scored, it was all about scoring every time because you were going to give up points every time it, it seemingly appeared in that game in both games please like and subscribe we greatly appreciate that i want to ask about joe milton but first remind you that chalk talks brought to you by owl's nest barbecue owl's nest barbecue has the expertise that and you would expect out of a connoisseur like steve ray and he is and right next door you've got the michelin steve ray's midnight oil a proud michelin distributor and I'll tell you what, with Alice Nest Barbecue, they've got the rubs, the sauces, the whole nine yards. You will be set at Alice Nest Barbecue, and that expertise is awesome. So, uh, Chris, Joe Milton, um, I've compared him to a guy who throws the ball 100 miles an hour like a pitcher, but is pretty wild, like Vince Vaughn in Major League. Um, he is pretty wild. Uh, can that be fixed? I say that as a backdrop with a backdrop that Hendon Hooker had some downfield accuracy issues. They, they got fixed pretty, pretty, pretty well. And can Milton do that? Do you believe? Well, I think he can get better. Is it going to be as, you know, good as Hendon Hooker ever, you know, in terms of the deep ball, probably not. And if you look at what's really turned this Tennessee offense uh, around from early part of last year, through last year's finish through this season is the effectiveness on the deep ball. And, you know, certainly the overthrows by Joe Milton or, or a bigger issue that that's where I thought along with, we just talked about protection with the receivers and, and the, the wide splits and how they're able to create matchups and they win deep to be able to throw the football accurately. I, if you kind of visualize all of those big time throws if you were to take, I don't know, 20% of them, 20% more overthrows, which is more of what Joe Milton does, where does that lead you? To, you may, probably don't beat Alabama. You, you may maybe lose another game. 
you know, I don't know, but because we'd like to see, I mean, the only way to know that is for Joe Milton to have played all games and to see, but based upon what we've seen in the past, you know, that's kind of how I see it. Now to your point of can Joe Milton become a guy that can approach where Hendon Hooker is on a default. Don't know that right now. I think he's, he's a different type of thrower. I mean, Hendon has got a good arm, but Milton is, he really doesn't have that off-speed pitch. I mean, it, it is really difficult for him. And it just, it's like a bazooka coming out. And you've got to learn to put the air under the ball and you've got to be able to drop it in. And I just think that Hendon naturally, his, his, his ball placement on the deep ball and the arc on the deep balls always been better. He can still overthrow it. But the fact that you, that's just a matter of adjusting, it's kind of like a golf swing and you're hitting your wedges too far. Well, you just don't take it back as far. And you can, if you're making good contact, you're fine. But if you're not making good contact, well, then it's all over the place. It's left, it's right, it's, and I think that's what I don't know with Joe Milton because I, I'm not there in practice every day and, and coaching him, obviously, not coaching him. Um, and I'd like to see a little bit more of him to see if he can do that. I don't know that he can he do quite what Hendon Hooker did, though, but we'll see. Yep, we will. I think there were similar questions about uh, Hendon. And I, I wonder if you've been in a situation where I think a lot of things fell Tennessee's way, be it the schedule when they played teams, even LSU at 11 o'clock in the morning, local time. I think a lot of things fell Tennessee's way, a missed kick. Uh, against Alabama, the Crimson Tide would have been the victors instead of uh, Tennessee. But Chris, would I, I wonder if you've ever been in a situation as a coach or a scout where you had a really, really good season and expectations go through the roof? Because now I get the sense that Tennessee fans want ten wins each and every year. That's that's not necessarily a guarantee. No, it's not. It's it's difficult to do it and. I think that's what makes the run that Alabama's been on, um, what Georgia's doing right now. That's, to me, that is the uh, the blueprint. That's the style. That's that's what travels well. To me, when I looked at this Tennessee team this year, it appeared to be, I don't want to call it magical year because that sense is that it's just magic and it comes out of nowhere. I, I think that this offense – can be very effective. Um, and I think if all the pieces come together, it could be really, really tough to handle. Um, the sustainability, though, as we've talked about it, is that if that's all you do really well, and, and that is we run the football well off tempo, we we can work, we can we can work the ball downfield accurately, we can get quite big matchup advantages. If that's all you have, then there's a, a lower ceiling because you don't have other ways in which to win. So the question is, A, are you going to have all the pieces just naturally fit in? We're not talking about just talent and recruiting a good quarterback and good receivers. I think they'll always have them. But will you have the experience? Will you be able to throw it as accurately on the deep ball year in and year out? Will you – You'll be able to modify things a little bit, you know, to allow your offense to be a little bit better. Will you be able to recruit better defensive players, but will you be able to play more to a defensive style? Are you willing to do that? 
or do you want to, and I, this is all questions for Josh Heifel, but, or do you want to continue to play this way? I think if you continue to play this way, I think this year is about as good as you're going to get. Um, I think that it's always possible to win a game or two more depending on the schedule, but I think it's also more than likely or just as likely to lose a game or two more because everything's relative to who you're playing and, and what they're doing. Uh, you're right. I mean, Florida wasn't ready to win. I didn't think LSU was ready to win this year. Um, now, LSU did some good things post-Tennessee game, but I also think that you have to look at games and realize, well, how does it play? Well, well why did that game get out of hand? That's not really that. Uh, I mean, Tennessee was dominant in terms of a record uh, and in terms of the, the point spread. But what really happened, it was an early self-destruction by LSU. If the game would have not gotten out of hand, then there may have been more balance. Would an LSU team that's figured some things out later on, given Tennessee a, a better game later on, I think they would have. I don't know that they would have won. But, you know, I think all those things factor in. So when you look at it, you say, man, they just dominated the team. Well, they did. But you also have to look at both sides and how they play. Just like I would submit, is South Carolina that much better than Tennessee? Or were they better just that day? And were circumstances on and off the field contributing factors to that? I think most people would say, yes, I would. Um, But, you know, you have to put them all together and say, if you're going, I use the basketball analogy all the time, if you're going to be just a great shooting team, what happens if somebody's able to defend you or you just have an off-shooting night? Then what do you have? How else are you going to win? And I think that's going to be the question long range for this Tennessee program under Josh Heupel is what are you going to be? If you're going to rely on all things coming together every year, because I can tell you, it won't. Mm-hmm. I, the, the one thing I can get, it right. doesn't. You have to figure out ways to different ways to go about getting it done. And I think this team is more one dimensional. And I, 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 I'm not ready to predict, uh, uh, certainly in this day and age, who's going to win how many games next year and this and that and whatever. There's a lot of factors into that. But, you know, you can be really good and lose, and you can be very average and not even that good and win. You know, so you have to look beyond the score and the margin of victory. You have to be able to study it. What, what I do, it's kind of what my focus is, and I think that there's some – not concerns, but I think questions that I would have about where are they going with this program that I don't know that they're questions that Josh is – I think Josh is going to say the politically right thing about where they're going, but but I want to see the results on what are they willing to do. Look, I you know, I, I think USC's in their first year is doing a phenomenal job, but I want to see what Lincoln Riley's going to do, and I think they're going to be in the playoffs, but – what are they going to do long range? Are they going to do some things defensively that's going to be more compatible? Because I think that's that's more sustainable for a USC program, and I think the same thing is for Tennessee. Yep. He is Chris Landry. Go to LandryFootball.com to learn more about football. Please hit that like button. It helps us spread the word. Hit like, 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 and I hope you're already subscribed. Turn those notifications on. We'll bounce on from time to time. Talk some ball. How about that? And it's brought to you by Owl's Nest Barbecue. 
expertise embodied right there in Ottawa. Al's Nest Barbecue is awesome. They've got it all, the sauces, the rubs, and the Green Mountain Grills as well. And don't forget Steve Raisman, not all, a proud Michelin distributor right next door. He's Chris. I'm Dave. Have a fantastic day, day everyone. This has been a presentation of Off Thug Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.